Gresham College presents Long-Term Performance in Finance, an Introduction by Alderman Professor Michael Manelli. Thank you very much, Matt, and it really is a delight that Merrill Lynch so kindly offered us all and all these facilities uh, yet again. Uh, they're certainly taking the long-term view of our conferences, which I appreciate. Uh, I think one of the things I'd like to cover today, just to, just to warm up, is, is really our interest in this specific topic, long-term performance measurement, steady as she goes, as we called it. Uh, when, we, when Long Finance started roughly around 2005, 2006, the question we asked ourselves was, when would we know our financial system is working? And of course, you know, core to that is, is some concept of long-term uh, measurement of the system itself. Uh, a lot of people would like a, a nice, pithy definition of long finance. I think the best one that I could come up with was one that dawned on me when I went over uh, to the Netherlands earlier this year. I was speaking to the Global Impact Investing Network at Triadis Bank. Triadis, as many of you know, is famous for being a sustainable green bank. Uh, any of you who have been there will know the story, but uh, those of you who haven't, it does have a rather striking uh, feature as you come up the steps to the reception and you look right, you see an enormous cemetery. Yeah. Big cemetery right there, right in front of the reception, and the entire courtyard is built around the cemetery. And I realized that the great thing about three of us was that they take the long term very seriously. <laughs> uh, their investment managers, I, I think, are there. So I guess the definition of long finance is that long after you're dead, people think you made some good investments. Okay. Uh, one of the other things that I find interesting is how the long term changes your point of view. While I'm talking for a minute, I just want you to try and follow that green line there. I'll explain it in a second. Uh, I was at a debate just last month at the Mansion House, and we had some very eminent speakers uh, talking about uh, when we would return to the new normal and when we would be back the way that they used to be. And all of these eminent speakers got up there and spoke about real rates of 5%. I won't try and embarrass them, but I was scratching my head trying to remember when I had seen a real rate of 5%. So I went home and I took the inflation rate, subtracted, uh, so I subtracted that from the, the bank base rate. Uh, and you can see uh, several things on this slide. Uh, first is that uh, really uh, there's a tremendous amount of volatility, that's the blue, uh, the blue line. Uh, it's been increasing in every century since 1694 when we've got back into records. I think the second thing is that uh, if you look at a moving average, a 50-year moving average, uh, you can see that uh, in fact over the last, uh, since the war, it's never been above 2%. Um, and so this concept that the old normal was ever 5% just may have been sometime in the 18th century, but this is long gone and long past. And that only turns up when you start looking at these measures over very long periods of time, trying to do things like very long moving averages. In law finance, uh, over the years, we, we've actually come up with a, a number of things that all seem to revolve around measurement. And Matt stole my thunder there because uh, I'm participating in a large piece of meta-research as a QA on it. And this meta-research is looking at uh, what we've learned in management theory over the last 80 or 90 years. And what it says is pretty much what Matt said. Uh, if you want to manage an organization, you set targets. Uh, you figure out what measures and metrics you're going to have, and then you align the risks and rewards, the benefits, the bonuses with those metrics. Uh, pretty straightforward stuff, and you can take a lot of the 
gumph that's been thrown out of business schools over the last uh, 80 or 90 years and kind of say, well, that's all lovely stuff, but you're only recapitulating these three basic messages. But the problem I have with measurement and why I was very interested in uh, Chiara and I organizing this conference today is that uh, we had the K review recently. Now, the K review is, is an interesting piece of work. I think that John K, who's also spoken here in the past, did an extremely good job of pointing out where measurement is wrong uh, and, and all that. But I'm not sure that long is another four-letter adjective for good. When is short right? I, I have no idea. Um, but I do know that most theorists believe that you know, when you're looking at these areas and you take measurements off, and certainly I've seen this in practice, when you stop measuring people, you wind up with low standards, slack practices, and even things like corruption. So I don't think the answer to this is just to say, well, measurement's a bit of a pain and it doesn't seem to work. Let's throw it out the window. Uh, management theory says we need to measure people if we want them to perform. But the measures that we've been using in finance are clearly questionable. The last thing I'd point out on that is, of course, uh, I've long been a critic of GDP as a measure. I believe when you measure GDP, you're, you're really measuring a very artificial construct, which is largely to do with the circulation and multiplication of tax credits, and you're not really looking at the underlying uh, so social basis. So I think that there's some really interesting questions here, and I, if we can move forward in some ways, sm some small way today, to a better understanding of what measures might be more appropriate, I think that would ground us back in a more solid basis for moving forward. Anyway, today's program. Well, uh, Matt has kindly welcomed us, uh, and I'm here just as the warm-up act. Uh, we have three great keynotes today. Uh, Lady Susan Rice is going to be, I think, presenting a, a, an overview of how all of this affects banking uh, in terms of measurement, and particularly, I think, of people. Then Anthony Heen, who has done uh, work, some small work with me over the past and whom I've always enjoyed uh, his talks, is going to, I think, tackle one of, a, well, just a great question, how long is a piece of performance measurement, and look at some of the challenges in that. And then I'm simply delighted today to have uh, Dr. Paul Woolley. Uh, many of you will know Paul from his days at GMO Woolley. He's always been a recognized and acknowledged thinker on the subject of not just the long term, but how do we measure it and value it. But since he's, well, I shouldn't say left the industry, but since he's moved slightly aside from the industry into academia, he's providing far more fundamental challenges and trying to rebuild economics on a solid base, uh, not the base that sort of explains away everything for sort of a perfect world. Now, I'm not going to introduce the speakers individually because you have information and biographies on them in the pack. That's not to be rude to the speakers, that's to give us more time to hear from them. After the break, uh, we will then have our traditional panel discussion uh, where we're going to have f five of us up on stage and we'll be inviting questions in groups uh, from the audience as we have traditionally in the past. And then thanks to Matt Hale and his, and, and his business partner, Kagan Lovely, and the team here at uh, Bank of America, Merrill Lynch, uh, naturally the conviviality of any symposium requires a little lubrication, so we'll, we'll enjoy that and chat then. But with no further ado, can I welcome you to this long finance conference and our next speaker, Lady Susan Rice. For all information, please go to gresham.ac.uk 